0: Who's your brand? And how do you wanna be represented? What do you want to communicate to your followers? What do you believe? All of those components. And if you're not clear on that, that's a really good exercise to do. I felt like I was personally clear on this. Like I feel very strong about who I am and you know what I believe and what I'll put up with, what I'll not put up with. But I think what was missing was the second piece of this, which was the communication of this to my team. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 336. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are having an incredible week, a productive week. I had to sit down this week on Sunday and really focus in on my intentions. I have A lot of exciting things happening. I'm also feeling definitely really busy and I've got my software launch coming in January, which is like slowly getting closer and closer. So I am so excited for that, but I have to be extremely disciplined with my time and really make sure my intentions are clear and my priorities are clear, which when you're in a busy season, at least I find that it's really easy to work All the time and let your other priorities slip like time with my kids or my workouts or my walks or connecting with my husband every day. And so for me, it really helps to make sure that those things that, you know, come first maintain that even through a busy season. And so at the beginning of a week, you know, I have little specific things like one for me is that I get two hours Fully unplugged with my kids. My phone, my work is away. Um, I actually have been playing with like bringing a notebook with me during that time because I find it's very hard for me to turn off my brain and if something comes to me, I'll that will be like my excuse of like, oh, I got to go grab my phone so I can send this message really fast because I don't want to forget and then it kind of snowballs into this thing. So I've been bringing a notebook so like if I get an idea or I get a thought, I can write it down, but I don't have to be plugged in. So for me, those two hours with my kids unplugged, fully present are non-negotiables and I really don't like to miss that time or – have something come in between that time and then also my workout is a non-negotiable my walk and I like to get in a second workout is a non-negotiable for me and then even if it's just 10 minutes which doesn't sound like a lot of time but 10 minutes just to connect with my husband and actually have a real conversation is a, a good thing like if anybody else has three kids, you know, my kids are six and all six and under and I have three kids and then my business. And so getting in a conversation with my husband is like virtually impossible. And so even just getting 10 minutes to be like, how was your day? And have that conversation is is a game changer. So those are my three things that come before anything else on my to do list, any of my work. And I had to get really clear on that this week. So today, I am very excited to bring this topic to you guys, which is creating a brand identity and how that equals improvement in your marketing. So I recently went through this process with my team, and I think we're going to work on replicating that process and into our clients. We already do this a lot with clients, but I think this was really powerful what we ended up doing. And I think right now, especially in today's industry and market and how saturated things become, I think that this is... Really important, and so I want to talk about this, and I want to ask you guys some questions to reflect on in your business that might help you. So I recently onboarded a creative manager internally on my team who is amazing at what he does, and you know, creative creative ideas. You guys have probably seen the up level in my ads, my social media, what we're doing since bringing that on. We did the same thing on the agency side for our clients. We brought that in, and so having somebody whose main focus is How do I creatively up level what we're doing and come up with ideas and stand out and really hone that in is really important in your marketing. And one thing that he's been on my team now close to 90 days and one thing that he continually asked me was kind of trying to pull out of me who am I. And who is Hirsch marketing? And what are our values? And, you know, what do we stand for? Why are we different? And and what's that emotional connection and component that we want to have with our audience? And then how how does he take that and portray that into his business? And I or sorry, my business. And I think, you know, a lot of times for entrepreneurs we think we're being really clear with this and we think we are clear on this but it's hard for us to translate this to our team and If you can successfully do that, which means that will allow you to have a team and a marketing strategy and messaging that is fully representing your emotions and who you are and how you're gonna stand out as a brand, but not requiring you to do everything, to produce every piece of content. And it allows you and your team to hopefully produce content that's gonna stand out because the reality is that emotional Emotionally charged and really powerful content is every single time going to be your top converting. We have this, you know, thing every time, you know, if I randomly get, you know, a, a bolt of inspiration or something that I have to do, I will write up a post and it just flows out of me um, or I'll just like go record a podcast. And as a as a creator, sometimes that happens. And you guys might, you know, kind of relate to this where you don't get to always just be like, okay, I have to record five podcasts or I have to write seven posts and you just have all the ideas. Sometimes you do but then sometimes something comes into your mind and you just like feel it in your body like I have to share this and it's really powerful and so anytime that I've had that those are always our top posts those are always our top engaged posts you know podcasts where I where I write with that level of inspiration is always our top downloaded and so the question becomes you know how do we replicate that in more that we do and not count on me to get this like bolt of inspiration right because that's difficult to plan on and so what we did was we did a meeting and we kind of joked we joked on my team and we called it like therapy for me because my team kept saying you know Emily we need to be more clear on this like we need you to tell us like who are you and what do you stand for and and all these things and I'm like I feel like I'm clear on this. Like, I feel like I'm very clear on this. I don't really hold back who I am. I don't really care. You know, I care what people think. But in terms of my content, I don't really care. Like I'm not afraid of losing a follower or saying something to offend somebody. I really feel that I'm very strong. And I think for you guys like this, this comes out in my podcast a lot. Like that's one of the things that you guys here like is how direct, how to the point I am, how strong I am in that. But I, I think it doesn't, always translate over into my social media unless I'm doing the content like right there and so they kept saying you know like we need you to we need you to tell us like we need you to tell us this and I was like I am like what are you talking about and so we joked and we were like okay we're gonna do a therapy session (laughs) with Emily and pull out who she is and so I have my creative manager is hilarious and he knows how to get these zoom backgrounds and so we did this session and he showed up and the background behind him was like a therapy office with like a couch it was funny anyways. So we did this call and essentially what we pulled out of it is creating my Hirsch Marketing brand identity. And there's two reasons why you would do this. One, I think, is so that you personally could get clear on this, so that you personally are clear on who's your brand and how do you want to be represented? What do you want to communicate to your followers what do you believe, all of those components. And if you're not clear on that, that's a really good exercise to do. Now, I felt like I was personally clear on this. Like I feel very strong about who I am and you know what I believe and what I'll put up with, what I'll not put up with. But I think what was missing was the second piece of this, which was the communication of this to my team. And as you grow a team or as you hire marketing support, it's your job, especially if you're a personal brand and people are trying to take, Your voice, your words, your belief, and kind of translate that on a larger scale into other things that you do. If that's what you need to do, it's your job to make sure that's really clearly communicated to them. And so I think that's what was missing for us. And so I want to share just a few of the questions that were asked And, you know, I have to give credit to my team, Um, my sales director, Andra, and my creative manager have been talking about CJ, who really helped me put this process together. And I showed up to this meeting and, you know, shared as much as I could with them. And then we're able to take that and really turn it into what we're calling the brand identity guide. And so I'm going to share the questions that they asked, and, and hopefully this will help you really decide and really get clear on this. Because I found oftentimes this is in our head as entrepreneurs, we either think we're clear on it or we think we're being clear on it with our team but there is clearly you know there was a lack of that because they kept asking me these questions and I'm like I feel like I'm doing this but I wasn't and then afterwards they specifically felt like so much more clear and inspired and connected to that emotional component which allows my team to go do amazing things with our content so the first piece that we started was like really deep on who am I and you know, I am a personal brand, so this is going to translate over best if you are a personal brand. But if you're not, you would ask, like, who is your business and what does what would you want someone to describe your business as? So we started with like, how would my husband describe me? How would my friends describe me? Like, who am I at the end of the day? That was the first place that we started. And I kind of brain dumped as much as I can and even like talked about what I you know, things like I'm super disciplined, I you know, sh- constantly strive for excellence, I'm really organized, things like that. But I also talked about things that I can't stand, you know, things that really bug me, and that, and, and one of them that came out constantly was like, I can't stand excuses and ultimately like lazy people, and that comes into play, like the Not for Lazy Marketers podcast, because I think. So much of achieving success is just being willing to go like do the thing and to not count on somebody else to achieve something for you. And so I think that I am maybe not always direct enough when I communicate that, but I think that's really powerful and something that can translate into our marketing. So that's just like an example. And then the next thing that we moved to was the question, if my business crashed, like tomorrow it was gone, but I still had a social media presence. What would I share? Like what, who am I that I would continue to share? So I shared things, you know, of course around kids and my family and, you know, inspiration on having people stick to their goals and not have those excuses and take actions and, and, you know, those disciplines that I have. And so if just thinking about like, okay, tomorrow, Just imagine, just get into that imaginative state, which for me is actually really difficult. So it could be for you too. Like just get into that state because I'm very logical. I'm very logical. I'm very analytical. I'm very like serious. And so get to that state where you're like, just imagine tomorrow you don't have the business you have. It crashed, but you still had a social media following that you wanted to show up for. How, How would you be? Like how would you be? present and and what type of content would you share and what would make you different and I think that makes you us think because I do think of course social media and and growing your following and your connection with your audience needs to be related to what you offer and what you sell but I also think you have to create an alignment so that what you offer and what you sell is In alignment with you and then therefore your offer and what you sell is in alignment with that you know so it's kind of like a domino and if you if you go to find that you have a big disconnect where you don't actually want to share information about marketing or health or whatever it is that you're sharing but that's what you sell you might really need to look at that and figure out you know how do I bring alignment to this because that's where if you look at the most successful businesses they're in complete alignment with what they share who they are and what they sell and there's no you know faking it over here and trying to put on a face over here for this there is just complete alignment like no walls up around that because that is what builds that ultimate connection the next piece that we talked about which was really fun was if I had to rebuild my business from scratch like I had unlimited time I had millions of dollars money wasn't a thing time wasn't a thing what would I teach what would my what would my ultimate you know brand be and I think this is this was really interesting because what this allowed me to do is really look at what do I like the best about my business right now like what would I carry into that if I was reimagining my business what would I carry into that business and then what do I not like and then we also talked about you know what kind of scares me about my current business and I think You know, I'm not planning on changing my business and a lot of what I liked, I would have brought, you know, even if time and money was not a thing, but this allowed me to see where do we excel? And so some things that came up for me here was leadership and building a team and then process and having the the space to rant and be different with my content and give that advice and how building process, you know, around around a deliverable or around a result. I absolutely love and also being able to see people kind of break through and have success using that process that I created. So that's a lot of what I already have and a lot of what I already have in place, but it allows us to see like this is what makes us different, which I think actually is true. One of the things that makes my company different from other agencies out there is the fact that I am so process oriented. And so our delivery is so honed in, so dependent on process. It can happen without me. It can happen very streamlined. We can do it repetitively. We can customize it as we need for different clients. But I think a lot of other agencies, a lot of other companies, Service-based companies are missing that. And so knowing that that's what makes us different, that piece of information is gonna then translate over and help my marketing team whenever they are writing content or copy or creative around our services. And so if you just see the connection we're just asking me that question of like what do I like best about my business what do I feel like is where I can shine the most what I'm the best at and being able to communicate that to my team now allows them to be more powerful you know with with what they create same with what do you like least like One of the things that came up was sometimes the industry mindset that I've shared on here of like people who don't want to work or who are like, hey, I want to work 10 hours a week and spend zero money and have a million dollar business or, you know, people who have poor leadership and don't treat their business like a real business. Those are things I do not like sometimes about this industry and my business but that translate like that's what I want to repel that translates over into our marketing into our copy into our creative because I want to be bold with calling those things out and repelling that and so knowing like here is what I love here's what I am great at here's what I want to build this is what I want to do more of this is what I don't like this is what scares me or annoys me or triggers me or I don't want to attract that's really powerful information that my team can now take and and really um, utilize in our marketing and our messaging and then the next thing that we we talked about was if someone invited me to talk at a conference and I could talk about anything I wanted it doesn't have to be related to marketing, related to what I'm doing now, what would I talk about? And I loved that question too. It pushed me to think a lot of times I I am, you know, put in a relatively a box around these things of like, I'm invited to speak or I'm invited to be on a podcast. And of course the topics are, are chosen and I'm definitely known for marketing and Facebook ads. And so I love talking about those things, but actually what I do with marketing and Facebook ads, I think goes beyond. So one thing that goes beyond just that because it goes into like my beliefs and who I am and so one thing that came out of this was I would talk about I think like one of the things that everything for me boils down to is living and having the most optimized life and so that means in business in health with your parenting with your relationships with your friendships all of those things coming together and being the best you can possibly be constantly growing, constantly improving, constantly, you know, moving forward, constantly, you know, becoming more optimized, becoming better. And so the way i look at marketing is very much that way it's constantly improving you're never done you know that's part of our process you're always scaling or optimizing you're always taking your numbers going back and looking at them and analyzing them there aren't excuses there isn't you know i'm very action driven around this i i use failures and and mistakes in marketing as opportunities and so that depth to the way i look at marketing yes my industry and my niche is marketing but this allowed me to put the spin of how do i look at things differently than other marketing companies because there's hundreds if not thousands of other marketing companies out there and we have to stand out and so that comes from my own identity because i'm the face of the brand and therefore our brand identity and the last thing that we kind of summarized, and this was the most powerful part, was what are we here to do? What is the mission of, for of myself, of the company? And how are we going to do that? And what are those things? And so we're taking the brain dump of what I had in this session and turning that into a powerful statement, redoing that statement for our company. That is such a powerful statement for anybody working on your marketing, helping you translate your voice to your audience, generate leads, generate sales, To have the clarity on. So my question for you guys today is, do you have this clarity? Like if I was to sit down with you, go out to coffee with you and ask you, you know, what are you here to do? What is your brand here to do? Your answer obviously couldn't be like make money. That's not, you know, that's not a mission. What is your bigger purpose? What is your why? What are you here to do? And how are you going to do this as a brand? And really just sit with that. Sit with that for a few days if you're not clear on that answer. And then go deeper and ask yourself these questions around what are you amazing at? Like what makes you different? What makes you shine? If, if you could forget about time, you could forget about money, what would you do every day? Like how would you bring your gift to the world? And what is that gift? And I think, I don't know if you guys will relate to this, but sometimes I feel like because of social media – And because of just the online world and constantly seeing what everybody else is doing, I think we sometimes lose our gift in trying to be like other people. And this is so present in marketing, you know, and even I fall into this. Maybe you guys will be like, I don't do that, but I'll just share it anyway. Sometimes I find myself seeing what a friend of mine did that was so successful or, you know, looking at a promotion or a business model or the way somebody ran a launch and trying to be like, I should be like that, like I should do that. And so one thing that I think is big for me is I am not a networker. Like I have a lot of friends who are absolutely amazing at talking to people and building connections and building relationships and building these very strategic relationships that lead to positive things in their business. And I've often found myself feeling bad, like I should do that better and I would have better results. But the reality is that's not me. And so we need to stop fighting against what isn't us and going all in on what is us because my friends who are really amazing networkers, yes, they're going to get results from that. Yes, there's positive things that are going to come out of that, but also there's things that I do better that they don't do as well. And that's what I should be leveraging. So I feel like in this world where it's like every day, if you just scroll social media, you're going to see all these things and be bombarded with stories and ads and posts and emails and Things of people saying like, this is the way you should do it. Or maybe they're not even directly saying it. You're just watching them and you're like, dang, they're awesome at that. And then you follow that up with the thought of like, I should be so much better at that. And maybe it's true. Like maybe there's room that you can go and hone that skill. But in the same breath, I think the more you can play to your specific skills and what you automatically are amazing at, the more you can put yourself in momentum there the better you're going to do, the better your results are going to be. Because the more building your business and getting results and and achieving your goals feels easy, as it should, if you're playing to your skills, then the more your business is going to grow. So I challenge you guys to think about this. I challenge you guys to maybe do this exercise with your team. Regardless, having something that defines this is going to help you have clarity in your own marketing, in your own content, in your own messaging. And if you have a team, it's going to really help them have clarity. And again, a lot of times I think we think we're clear on this and we think we're being clear on this with our team and people we hire and bring in our business. But there's a lot of room for improvement. All right, you guys, I hope you found this helpful. Send me a message on Instagram if you did. Tell me your biggest takeaway and I'll talk to you guys on Thursday. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing